It's time for the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa. Grab your coffee, your Bible, a pen, and your journal. It's time to be encouraged. And now here are your hosts, Terry and Melissa. Good morning. Good morning. Whoa. Saturday morning. <laughs> oh. There you go. Give us a little twirl. I, I think will. It's, and uh, I think you're going to have to go close the window. Yeah. Oh, you think? Yeah, buddy. Right. We're pretty dark. Well, good morning. This is the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa. The Good Morning TV is our website. And while we're making adjustments, we'll just say hello. Good morning. We're here to encourage you. And you can do the same for us just by typing in the uh, chat box over there. Today, we're going to be talking about five tips for evangelism. I know we've talked about it before, but part two, we're going deeper on this one. We'll have the word for your day. Uh, we'll talk about the crazy weather across the United States has been, I mean, like all over the place, affecting lots and lots of people. Yeah. We also had an awesome evening at First Friday Worship Night at a district district prayer summit, if I can say it correctly. And we'll be talking about our coffee of the day, what you're having, and lots more. Thanks for tuning in. Wow, wow, wow. You guys, I'm so glad that you're here with us this morning. And I just want to welcome you to the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa. But here's the catch. We don't know that you've joined us unless you type in your chat box. It's true, you guys. We can see the numbers of people who come and leave the room. But we can't see who it is that's come or left. So if you type in your chat box, let us know where you're tuning in from this morning. And we have this very important question we always ask, and we really do want to know the answer. What's in your cup? That's right. We want to know what you're drinking this morning. I see some of you on. Is everybody as tired and more out as we are? Wow. My friend Thomas Alexopoulos is on from Salem, Massachusetts. Wow. Bless Welcome, you, Thomas. Thomas. There's nobody that has more fire and energy for the Lord Jesus than Thomas. That's I'm so, so awesome. glad that you're on, buddy. Welcome. <laughs> yeah. MK is on from Shelbyville, Kentucky. She's down the street from us. She's having iced decaf Starbucks Pike Place coffee with almond milk. Sounds delicious. That really does. Mary Kay always has a good combination of stuff. She knows how to make her coffee taste <laughs> yeah, good. Lynn, does. she knows how to make her coffee taste good. She knows how to make everything taste good. Lynn in the house from Oklahoma City, hey, our welcome, sweet Lynn. sister. We love you. She's um, drinking KC Roastery coffee, the Kansas City blend. Oh, so good. KC Roastery is so good. And you'll have to forgive Terry and I for stumbling over our words just a little bit this morning. We had a very late night. Actually, it wasn't. It was morning. We we got home. <laughs> went to bed early, early, yeah. early this morning. Um, but you know what? We are so blessed to be able to join you. It's not a burden. We enjoy this time with you so much. We are here to encourage you. We are here to love you. We are here to share the word of God with you. We are here to pray with you. And none of those things are an interruption. In fact, that's the entire part of our show. So if you have a prayer request, will you let us know by typing it in the chat box and we will pause and pray immediately. In fact, right now, um, actually, I'll just wait until she jumps on if she asks for prayer. I got a prayer request this morning and uh, I want to be really um, intentional, but I also want to be honoring. So I'll wait and see if uh, Judy joins us this morning and maybe we can pray with her. That'd be awesome. Yeah. And join the the saints, all the saints together. You know, I realized after last night, uh, I'm not 21 anymore. Buddy, we're old. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I I like to claim myself as a night owl, but by 1030, I was sure feeling it. I was like, uh, the little kids that were there at the prayer summit, they were like, it's past my bedtime and i'm like me too sister man it was so good you guys we got our district together and we will be doing this every friday night for at least two months but you know if the lord desires for us to continue i bet you we will we started at river city hope which is the church that that terry and i pastor and 
last night was crazy. First of all, our our city, Louisville, looked like a war zone mm-hmm. because we had tornadoes, straight line winds, terrible storms that moved through right before um, our our prayer summit, which was really first Friday worship on the sly. Um, and so we had trees across highways. We had semis overturned closing roads and highways it was crazy it was almost like uh the enemy was trying to keep every access point to the church closed so nobody could get there but people got there and here's the catch all of louisville almost was was without power and is without power today today. but the block that the church was on had power we did not have internet so we could not live stream we did record it but you guys we were able to have prayer and worship and exhortation for about four hours last night we went from about seven to almost it was about almost eleven thirty. When 11:30. we were, it was eleven twenty when 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 Sergio said, uh, "I think we fulfilled the calling for tonight." It was it was intense. It was amazing. It was beautiful. And River City Hope people showed up like they do. Um, I'm so proud of our people. Um, it yeah. was just a really beautiful time. But let's yeah. jump back over to the chat box. Um, you're welcome, Thomas. You're welcome. And it's true. Um, so Lynn said she had a tooth go bad yesterday. Had oh, to no. have it pulled. But the antibiotics she's now on also killed the good bacteria in her stomach, which poses its own issues. So she needs prayer. Let's pray right now. Lord, I thank you so much that you move through doctors and you move through medicine. And Lord, I thank you that you're not hindered by those things or bound to to those things that you're a God that heals wholly and completely. And so right now I'm asking in the name of Jesus for you to give a special touch to Lynn. I pray there be no ill effects from this antibiotic. I pray, Lord Jesus, that she not have any stomach issues. I pray this believing in Jesus name because Jesus, you are Lord over disease, affliction and pain. So right now we agree for whole healing for Lynn's mouth and the rest of her body in Jesus name. Amen. And I'm going to add her comment onto the end of this as she says, all of this stuff really seems like the devil's just throwing a huge temper tantrum. Yeah. Because of the revival setting our world on yeah. holy fire. Oh, I'm so glad you That's said that. We're going to talk about revival later today <laughs> in the word. I'm so glad you said that. Hey, good morning, Pastor Richard Johnson. Good, yes, morning good morning from Glasgow, Kentucky. And Janice in the house from Spring, a.k.a. Houston. We love you, Janice. I'm so glad to see you. Dustin, is your um, screen still freezing? Let's get a volume check from all of you and a screen check. How are we doing? Are we freezing up? Do we have bad internet? I don't think it's here because we would see it on our replay and it's not happening there, but uh, who knows with all the stuff, the wind and everything, uh, service interruptions, it's it's crazy. Half of Kentucky is without power, um, internet's down, even cell towers are having a a hard time keeping up. Okay, uh, Lynn says it's a good fleet. Good morning, Kara. Good morning. Kara, also from Glasgow, Kentucky. Welcome, sister. We love you this morning. Good morning, Sarah. Sarah from Topeka, Kansas, our sweet friend. What a sweet disposition she has. <laughs> we love you, Sarah. Good morning. Yes. Okay. Janice says, Janice says good very, Houston very too. good. All, All right. right. Dustin has a request as well. He had a bad night last night with some scary health issues, believing that God will show up and show off this with this. He prayed that this is short-lived and he's hoping it's not a blockage. Lord Jesus, I thank you so much for Dustin's fire for you, his faithfulness to you. Lord, I'm praying, believing God as I make my best request before you, Jesus, that you will heal holy and complete 
completely. And whatever this health issue is, is dissolved in the name of Jesus. That they don't even find a reason, that they don't even find a symptom, that they say, buddy, I don't know what happened, but you got a clean bill of health. That's right. And we know it's because you, Jesus, you touched him. Would you do that? We pray, believing in faith for whole healing in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Yeah. Okay. Well, that must be the enemy on your phone, buddy, but we're going to keep praying and encouraging you because Dustin, we love you. Yeah. And as always, if you've learned as we have, man, power that thing down real quick, power it back up, give it a fresh flush if you haven't already. Sometimes that helps. works better when you turn it off and on. You know, that's the number one IT problem. Everybody calls IT and ask Benjamin Hill about this. Yeah, I would. I would love to. Did you... Power it off first, yep. just restart it. And yeah. then restart. Oh, it works. Yeah. You know, it's amazing what uh, a fresh restart can have. Yep. I did it in the middle of the service last night because we didn't have internet at the church and my poor cell t- cell service couldn't keep up. Terry's leaving me. I'm going to, I'm going to change the, uh, oh, okay. Um, we couldn't have power la- or we couldn't have internet last night, which was hard because, you know, we wanted to live stream to those folks who couldn't join us across the district, but we just couldn't do it. Um, so we were using our phones as hotspots and we do that so that we can stay connected to our music charts as we flow. Um, and we don't have any set music. We had no idea what we were going to do. We had maybe one or two songs in mind. And then, um, as we led worship last night, and then I think it helped. Yeah, I think it did actually. I don't know. I can't tell. I can't tell. Yeah, open. It's fine. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> I don't even know what I was saying. Like going to the eye doctor. Number one. Number two. Number one. Number two. Oh, you guys. All right. Enough about that. Sorry about that. I'm just getting off track. Okay. 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 Here we go. So Judy's on. I've been waiting for Judy to get on. All right. So first of all, Lynn has a praise report that her mom had to have emergency surgery this week. And she called her afterwards giving an immense praise to God. Hallelujah. Amen. That is a a praise report. Thank you, Jesus. And Judy is on this morning and she says, that's what I need. Powering down so I can power back up. Don't we all? (laughs) You know, you guys don't overestimate um, what the Lord told Elijah when he said, I'm the only one left. I'm the only one faithful left. And he was... He was sad and he was maybe throwing, you know, a little bit of one of those, we call them pity parties. And the Lord Mm. said, hey, buddy, listen, eat. And he sent his angels to minister to him and he, they, they fed him. And then he said, rest. And he ate and he slept. And then he was able to run. And the power of the Lord um, came upon him. And it's a great story. You can read it. But here's the thing. Don't underestimate the need for rest. Sometimes we need to eat a nice meal and take a good nap. Sometimes we need to eat a nice meal and rest. we do that today? And if that means powering down for you, do it. Power down. Okay? Disconnect. Yeah. And so I just want to pray for Judy's strength today. Lord, I pray for your intercessor, Judy. Lord, as we intercede for your intercessor so she can continue in interceding for your heart where she's at for all the needs that are so prevalent right now in her world. I pray for strength. I pray for endurance. I pray for a spirit of perseverance that permeates every part of her being. And Lord, I pray that you give her permission to rest for a minute, that you give her permission to just have a good meal and rest. In fact, I pray that you would send your ministering angels to her and and make her home a place of peace today so that she can rest and renew and be revitalized in your spirit. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. That's right. That's right, Lynn. I said that. It's biblical. Elisha, that's right. (laughs) 
It is biblical. Yeah. Hey, if you missed our Thursday night live show, man, it was a it was a good time on Thursday night. You guys were on fire with your comments oh, and yeah. all this stuff. Seems like in these episodes right now, we're in episode eighty four, right? So we're talking about the eighties, and it seems to be a decade that everybody seems to have some kind of reference <laughs> to. Guys. I mean, it was it was hilarious. It I was mean, good. Well, we, first we talked about five tips for avoiding distractions, right? And and it and it all started in our uh, our announcer, Mister. Been Pastor Master Master Pastor Yoda <laughs> so uh, doing funny. his introduction for five tips for avoiding distract squirrel distractions. That was hilarious in the intro. You got to check that out. Uh, but we talked about those distractions like our smartphones and watches, uh, email, social media. How to kind of overcome some of those in our daily uh, daily grind. We also had the word for your day from Psalm ninety four. Took your prayer requests, and then we went to talking about the year 1983, because it was episode 83, the year that was, talking about the music like Thriller and the police, and Michael Jackson's Moonwalk made history that year, and Mario Brothers, and the fashion trends. You guys jumped all over the fashion trends. Yeah, you guys were probably still talking about that, uh, because all of the, um, what was it, members only jackets, and all the, you know, just all the stuff. You guys were were fun. It was a lot of fun. And then we topped it all off and threw in a joke about termites at the end. you got to go check that out. <laughs> check out episode 83, Thursday Night Live, and all of our previous episodes on our website, thegoodmorningshow.tv. That's right. That's right. So Janice said she fell asleep during one of the sessions at her retreat this weekend and was apparently snoring very loud. <laughs> that's awesome, Janice. Yeah. Good morning, yeah. Shauna from Maryville, Missouri. Sister, we love you. We're so glad that you tuned in this morning. Callie had some tests done this weekend, Sarah said, and they were for enrichment in school, and she scored in the 86th percentile wow. in her IQ level is 115. That's awesome. She's so proud of her. And she's only in the first grade. Oh, she's brilliant. That's, That's so, good. so good. Bless her. Awesome. Okay, so Lynn missed our 83 episode and she's an 83 baby. Go back and watch it. That's right. That's yep. right. It was good. I'm it. sorry it we fun. missed you. Yeah. Um, okay, so uh, prayers welcome for following through what I learned. Oh, that's so good. Okay, well, we will pray. I'm sorry, I didn't turn my phone volume off. I hope you guys couldn't hear that. Um, Okay, so let's pray right now. Lord, I pray that you would give Janice not only wisdom and revelation, but a real um, persevering spirit to follow through on everything that you have brought to her and enlightened her with. Would you remind her by your spirit? Would you teach her by your spirit? Lord, would you show her new depths to your word and give her a new hunger for your word? I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So we've been talking about the weather that's affected a large part of the area. And uh, Ben Hill's checking in yeah. from PRP. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lord is good. They're on generator for now i'm gonna power down soon and go check on family yeah okay so we bless you and heather we love you guys um like we said louisville truly is a war zone this morning yeah um and we're learning what it looks like to to deal without uh power and internet and all the things and so we're praying for all of our church friends family all of all of the people in the ville right now yeah um and some here in shelby and then over in lexington as well our son and grandson are without power today. You know, when you don't have the necessities like that, things we take for granted, it really makes a big impact on your life and it makes you really start to wonder what well, is valuable in this life. It, right? And it got cold enough last night in the 50s that mm-hmm. it was difficult. So yeah, yeah we're definitely praying. Well, that, and we saw a big tree. I bet it was a hundred years old tree in guys. our neighborhood that had fallen on the, na- on 
the house uh, just down the street from us. Yeah. And uh, it looked like it covered like almost the whole house it and there are cars in the so driveway and everything. Tragic. I mean, it, they're going to have to deal with that for scary. a few days. So it, it changes things. Hey, for our sure. friend Don from the Oklahoma Pan Good on this morning. morning. Good morning, Don. We love you, sister. We're so glad you've joined us. Out near my old stomping grounds. That's right. Hey, you know, Terry's from Western Kansas, by the way, Don. So um, while we're talking about... Um, the, the storms yeah. and the weather. Um, we had a couple interesting thing, things happen here because we were gone most of the day yesterday in Louisville um, for our last night's prayer summit. Um, we got home at, you know, one o'clock this morning, one thirty this morning. And because of that, we didn't have time to really go around and check. And so this morning we're finding some pretty odd things that have happened. The wind, we had 80 mile an hour gusts, straight line mm. winds. And so we have some tremendous tree damage, nothing too bad because our trees are pretty far away from the house. But can I tell you something really interesting? Our travel trailer, which is for sale, by the way, hmm. was apparently blown up enough that the blocks underneath the jacks, we call them Legos, blew out from underneath the jacks. Is that crazy? Yeah. Um, the cool thing is the Lord protected. We don't have any damage to any structure, not our barn, not our travel trailer, not our ministry van, and not the house. But our gazebo in the back, which is bolted down to concrete, <laughs> came out of the base. It blew it out of the base and set it beside it. So I'm telling you guys, wind is no joke. And it was crazy. And and we've asked ourselves here this season here in the Louisville area, man, did we just turn into Chicago? Because we have had some right. crazy wind. Wind did it turn into the Windy City. But yesterday was unbelievable. And so there's there's a lot of damage around. So yeah, yeah, yeah. we I'm praying the same thing, Janice. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Okay, I'm totally getting us off topic. And no, I'm you're just not. Talking you're fine. About no, blo- that was totally on the list right there. Um, hey, so- I do want to acknowledge something. Thanks for tuning in at our different time this morning. It was easier, wasn't it, to bump back an hour? Yeah, and sleep for sure, in a especially bit. this morning. Yeah. David so. Ramsey asked me that last night. You know, they were yeah. in town from Danville, Illinois yeah. for the prayer summit. For Kathy's and, uh, birthday. Yeah. And so so he was like, this will probably really help you guys, won't it, since you're out so late tonight? I'm like, yes, for sure. We weren't yeah. thinking about that no, at the time. But, we were um, just wanting some continuity and having, you know, Monday and Saturday's show time be the yeah, same. Which, so. incidentally, we're going to have to talk about this when we're doing these prayer summits out of town somewhere and we're not I driving think, home. Uh, well, I think we're going to go on the road. I think, I think we're going to take the show on the road <laughs> because we're going to be continue that. across Kentucky doing these prayer yeah, summits. And yeah. so I think we're going to take the, I think we're going to take you with us. I hope you don't mind. Yeah. Yeah. Also, as I see our numbers ticking up pretty high this morning, I think that later time works better for yeah, you for all sure, also. Sure. Me so too. if you're just tuning in, welcome to the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa Wright. How we love you. We're here to encourage you by the word and just bring um, some fun into your morning. We definitely want to pray with you. So if you have any prayer requests, let us know. But you know, I'm going to have you play the sounder. We really want to know what you're drinking this morning. We do care. I hope it's coffee. What is in your cup this morning? What is in your cup? Good morning, Anne and Roger from Topeka, Kansas. Yeah. So let me tell you. I love Roger's picture, his pirate hat. (laughs) <laughs> you see that? Yeah, it looks like so a that, Long John Silver's hat. I believe it is a Long John Silver's well, hat. Can I tell you comment. what's in my cup this morning? Can we talk yeah, about it? Is let's this do time? it. Is yes. it time to talk about coffee? Sure it is. Um, this morning, I'm drinking Bones Coffee Macamaniac. Macamaniac is macadamia nut coconut blend. Mm, so good. So unbelievably good. When we ordered this... Oh, you didn't bring the bag in, did you? I did not bring no, the bag in. Well. Doggone it. Um, 
Uh, was this your choice or mine? I said choose which, which, whatever. Oh, you mean on the order? <laughs> yeah. It was, uh, I believe it was yours. Yeah, because I got the orange coffee and the bananas, uh, Foster. bananas Foster. Yeah, which yeah. bananas Foster is good. Um, Macamaniac, so good. You guys, I'm going to buy a big bag of it. Um, like a 12 ounce bag because yeah. I like it so much. I hope you will give me permission to do that because yeah. it is. It is outstanding. I thought Cinnabon was going to be the standout, which it is. It's very good. But Macamaniac totally came in clutch. You guys, it is so delicious. And so that's what we're drinking this morning. Bones Coffee, Macamaniac. It's the Macadamia Coconut Blend. And you don't have to... Um, I, I, I know some of you do not care for coconut, um, but it's not a very strong coconut flavor. But I, I absolutely love it. Okay, so let me jump over here and just say good morning. Um, good morning to Kendrick up in Minnesota. We love you, brother. I hope you're doing okay up there. We know that you guys have been having some crazy weather. Um, and good morning, Angie Light from Emerillo, Texas. Look at this. Pastor Logan's in the house. The Wells say good morning. Hey, Man, good we morning. love you. We enjoyed being with you guys. I cannot tell you how much Baylor enjoys playing with Katie. Man, we love you guys. So this is what we're drinking this morning, you guys. This is Bones Coffee, Macamaniac. It is the macadamia and coconut blend. This is the sample pack, four ounce. And I can get about three-ish sometimes three and a half um pots of coffee out of this uh, out of these beans and i grind them myself because i like the fresh smell and the fresh ground beans but i'm gonna get you a big package because this is so good it is good it really is and a lot of you have already gone through our website and clicked on the bones link to order your bones coffee but if you haven't yet Here's something special for you first timers. Go to the goodmorningshow.tv. You'll see a bones link there up in the menu. And when you go through our website and use the coupon code TGMSHOWTV right there at the bottom of the picture, you'll get 20% off your first order at checkout. And that's a good deal, especially if you're getting a sample pack or whatever it is that you're you're looking for. Uh, go through and do that. And even if it's not your first time for ordering, if you go back through our website every time, we have an affiliate link. It helps us a little bit out here at the Good Morning Show to keep things going. And so uh, if you go through our website and go right to the Bones link, it'll take you to their store and you can order to your heart's content. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Gina says she's uh, sparking it up this morning with Grape Spark. Hey, I, I do like some Grape Spark. Judy's drinking soy milk. She's says it sounds gross but it's good i i think soy milk is okay judy good for you i don't drink um cow's milk very much um boy my boys do uh, my son my my husband and my son-in-law they if cow's milk's in the house it's about gonna be gone um and so uh, what else is i gonna say here uh, uh, Kendrick's uh, uh, uh on. yeah i already morning, welcome buddy. Kendrick. okay yep. i'm sorry I, um, I'm janice let's talk about how to make coffee um give me just a minute here roger um is drinking kroger medium roast over iced he's a high roller <laughs> yeah buddy you are that's good and dustin says he's having water this morning because he's worried the coffee might have a negative effect so um Bless him. Bless him. And I'm digging sorry. into the word. Yeah, I also saw good. a comment earlier where he said that he reset his phone and everything seems to be oh, catching good. up. Oh, good. I missed that. Yeah. Okay. So Ben's going to tell you. Here we go, Janice. Oh, wait. One- he's, did you see his question? He's got a question for you. Dustin does. What is your favorite book? And that's where he's going to be today. Where's, what's your favorite book in the Bible? Because I love Hebrews. I love Hebrews and I love James and they're back to back. So you it's a good go combination. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love Hebrews. I love Hebrews and I love the book of James. Absolutely. So um, it's hard to choose my favorite. All and, right. Okay. So Sorry, um, no, no goodness. Great question. And um, so Janice is talking about how to make coffee. So right? Ben says one to two tablespoons of coffee grounds 
per six ounce cup, Janice. And he is super smart. So he knows these things. But see, I have a tablespoon scooper and I just know it's three scoops for my 12 ounce carafe in my coffee maker. So I'm super glad that Ben Hill with the breakdown. <laughs> yeah. And if you want one cup, I use my curing cup. So <laughs> I don't know how to do it True. any other way. True. Okay. But Ben is so smart. And so that's right. One to two tablespoons of coffee per six ounce cup, Janice. That's yeah. good. Ben said he Googled it. <laughs> how appropriate for an answer for, for Janice. Janice. Because she Googles everything yeah. also. You yeah. guys, I, I love you guys Apparently so Google's not just for uh, joke of the day kind of stuff. No, yeah. Google's for everything. Yeah, Good morning, Sister Becca. Good she morning. says she's drinking some French roast with heavy whipped cream and hazelnut syrup. Now that is my kind of drink. <laughs> I love heavy cream. And I, and I tend to want to do all things keto carnivore. Don't judge me. Don't send hate mail, okay? My body runs better on protein than it does on anything else. And I feel better that way. So heavy cream is really good for a gal like me. And um, I don't know what kind of syrups you use, but we use the Tarani. Um, is that, did I say it right? Mm, yeah. Sugar-free hazelnut. And that stuff is so good. Yeah, it is. So, Becca, good choice this morning, sister. I'm drinking what you're drinking. Here's the irony of the day. Janice says, oh, my gosh, I didn't Google it. (laughs) (laughs) I love you, Janice. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Uh, And Lynn says she has a scoop that says one scoop equals one cup. Oh, there you go. See, we don't have to think because people make it smart for us. And and Janice says that she didn't Google. There's proof that change is happening in her. Oh, Janice, I love you so much. Don't change. We love you just the way you are. Yeah. Hey, uh, Pastor Rick Grable is on. Sweet Pastor tea. Rick. Already one cup of cream and Folgers. Bless you, buddy. Good <laughs> to see you order. on this morning. I noticed the order there. Cream yeah. and a little bit of Folgers. That's uh, Some of yeah. you guys just do like a little bit of coffee with your cream, don't you? Are you spilling it, No, I'm, I'm thinking, let's do a mugshot real quick, because I okay. had to be out of the room to go get the package there. I know. And, uh, You've been uh, I got in the, and out. Uh, the, the Chicago, speaking of Windy City, right? Uh, yeah, I picked that for you. I hope you don't mind. Uh, that's great. I love it. All right. Uh, let's see. Tilt yours forward just a little bit. A little more. Right there. All right. Three, two, one. That's the mug shot okay? for the website. Yeah, I think so. I think we're good. We are so good. Wow. Hey, look at the time. What do you say we talk about some tips here? for yeah. um, Five tips for evangelism. Now, in episode 79, we covered some tips for evangelism, but those were kind of the deep dive into those kind of things uh, about how to prepare for this thing. And this one, we're actually going to be talking here about how, once we've decided we're evangelizing, what else we need to take care of. So as you're tuning in this morning, I don't want you to tune out. Don't tune out when you hear the word evangelism or tips for evangelism. We're going to talk about this really practically, okay? And I don't want anybody to be afraid to share their testimony. And when we say share the gospel, some people just clam up because they're like, I'm not a pastor. I don't know the word that well. I cannot share scripture. You know, the Lord isn't really asking you to do that. He's asking you to share the testimony of what he's done in your life. And Mm so don't tune out. Terry's going to get to this. I just want, I just want to encourage you to listen in. And before you start that, I do want to just acknowledge that I've forgotten to do a couple shout outs this morning. Uh So I just want to give a shout out to our Shelbyville postal workers who listen as they're sorting mail. We so love you and we appreciate you here in the 40065 as you sort and deliver mail to us every day. We love you guys. You know, they're even delivering on Sundays now. 
I saw. And so, yeah, they made a delivery to us last Sunday, I think it was. I just bless and love them so much. And I also want to give a shout out to all of our podcast listeners. I can't see you and you can't see me, but do you know how much I appreciate you? You could be listening to so many other things, but you've chosen to spend your time listening to us and that means so much. I hope you find encouragement from what we're saying today and that you are blessed. We truly love you, podcast listeners. Thank you so much. That's right. And if you don't know, you can listen to the podcast while you're on the go. Uh, you can uh, check it out at our website. You'll be able to see there's a podcast page to where you can actually tune in from our website, or you can go to one of these other great lo- uh, podcast platforms. Uh, we're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean. Radio. Yeah, it's all over the place. So you should be able to find it. That's our. That's our actually our, our um, HQ that launches it out to all of these other places. Yay. So there you go. So thank you, podcast listeners. Okay. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast because those numbers matter as well. So right? Jesus, help us, uh, help us receive this word from Terry today about tips for evangelism, not with skepticism, God, but with an open mind and an open heart, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. So as I said, episode 79, we talked about some of the things that we needed to do for evangelism, but we're going to go a little further here. Once you've decided, actually, this is something the Lord's called all of us to do. He said, go into all the world, right? And tell people, right? So it wasn't just the great suggestion, as we said in episode 79, it was the great commission. The first thing on our list, you all know what it's going to be, pray. But the prayer here is a little different. This is, God, who do you want me to speak to? Okay, it's intentional for us to say, um, I know there are people in my own life that maybe I need to share with. And if you don't know who those people are, make a list and you'll notice maybe there's family, maybe there's friends, coworkers, whatever it is that's in there. That is going to be a place where you can always start. And then listen for open door opportunities, just like going house to house. I mean, because a lot of people think, oh, evangelism, we're going to go knocking on doors. No, sometimes those doors are opportunities in our everyday conversations that we just need to be watching out for and listening for. Okay. It'll come in the form of a conversation or whatever it might be. Can I bring a suggestion to you? Yesterday, we were running into Kroger um, to get some supplies for the church. And um, I was checking out. I was pretty focused on self-checkout. And I, I felt... Um, someone walked past me over to Terry in the checkout line and she went over straight over to him and I heard her say hi how are you and I have to tell you that Terry has been cultivating a relationship with the manager of the self-checkout I don't think she's a manager of the store but she runs all the self-checkout booth and um, she wears a particular shoe the Vans now Terry is a huge fan of Vans shoes he always has been and these two, every time um, he goes to the grocery store, he finds her so he can see what vans she's wearing and she can see what vans he's wearing. Now, this is a young lady. She's much younger than Terry and I. Okay, she she would not probably talk to us other than hi or thank you or good day. But can I tell you that Terry has been cultivating a relationship with this girl over shoes. And I know how purposefully he's been doing it. We've never talked about this, right? Yeah. But... I've been watching you cultivate a relationship going into Kroger's with this young lady. I forgot her name. And it's over shoes. So much so that Terry did not have to approach her yesterday. She came to find him. And so do you know what the Lord is doing? The Lord is bringing a foundational connection, a foundational relationship so that Terry is going to, at one day, he's going to hear the Lord say that the door is open. Why don't you invite her to your house church? 
The door is open. Why don't you invite her to prayer? The door is open. Why don't you invite her to know me? And that is an open door opportunity for evangelism. And you're living it out. You're an example of it. Those are the open doors that we're talking about. Because a lot of times, like I said, we think of knocking on doors. Well, how about these doors that are opening right in front of us when conversation just happens? So that's the that's part of the prayer is god would you give me open door opportunities and then the next thing is where does he want to leave you lead you okay maybe he wants to lead you to walmart maybe you feel comfortable in walmart and you want to talk to people about jesus or maybe wherever it is whatever it is just say god who do you want to lead me to and where do i need to go that's a big part of it the second thing on our five tips for evangelism part two read the bible okay i know that goes without saying if you're a christian you want to read the bible right why do we read the bible well we learn about who god is and about who we are and what kind of plans he has for our life it's one big love story if you really want to say from genesis to revelation (laughs) but there's all kinds of things that are in there and here's why it's important that we read the bible okay it's our it's like our instruction manual so to speak i mean know why you believe what you believe because someone may ask you right? And you just want to be prepared to give an answer, just like scripture says, for the hope that we have. Amen. The second thing is it makes it more comfortable to talk with people about the Bible when we kind of feel a little more comfortable about what we're talking about. That's good. As Melissa has already said, we don't have to be theologians. We don't have to have a degree. We don't have to have all that. We just have to have a little general knowledge about what it is and why we believe what we believe. All right. Yeah. Number three, once you've gotten into that open door, ask questions ask questions you don't have to ask well you know what do you i mean you could ask what do you think happens to us after we die but that might be kind of weird when you're standing in the checkout line at kroger maybe it's (laughs) do you feel like you're fulfilling everything in your life that you feel like you were created to be and to do that's good you know or something like that you can ask what do you think happens after we die if it goes to that well and sometimes just maybe if i could interject sometimes it's just about inviting someone to a place where you can ask those questions because sometimes the checkout line at Kroger isn't the appropriate place to lead someone to Jesus you have to follow the spirit right but maybe if you ask her to like a prayer meeting or a house church meeting um, you have an opportunity to then begin to have those discussions or you ask them to coffee right Mm-hmm. Okay, yep. I'll yep. stop. Go ahead. Yeah. <clears throat> and then and then while you're doing this, while you're asking the questions, don't be thinking about what you're going to say next. All right? Actually listen. Pay attention to what's being said. Hear that pause? That was crazy. That's listening. That was awesome. That was asking a question and then waiting for a response. See how that works? I love it's uncomfortable that. at first, but after you've done it a few times, it, it really does help you. Because then you get to hear their heart, right? You get to hear what's really on their mind. What are they really thinking? And then while that's happening, here's a question you can ask. Holy Spirit, help me to respond in a way that will be profitable for this conversation and for the kingdom, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And for this person, that's because good. that's ultimately what we're talking about. And then the fourth part of this, if you have an opportunity, you share your testimony. Maybe they tell you something in their story when you said, so tell me something about your life. You might realize you have something in common like shoes or a past history event or something that happened that maybe maybe made them not be so, maybe, maybe they just didn't want to go to church because of something bad that happened. And maybe something like that has happened to you. And you can also share your testimony and give them a little bit of permission to believe that God can turn things around. Because hey, that's really what it's about. You know, Terry, you are so right about this. Church hurt is real. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and telling people it didn't happen or ignoring it because it makes us uncomfortable as the church is inappropriate. Right. Church, is, church hurt is real. And some of you watching right now or listening right now um, enjoy what we share, but you're not interested in going to a local congregation. Can I just tell you, don't let church hurt have victory over you. Get back after that and heal and be whole from that stuff. The church has done wrong in a lot of areas and we don't pretend to be a perfect entity. But can I tell you something? I know there are places that will welcome you and love you and help you be healed and whole from church hurt. And as a church, just telling people, no, you weren't really hurt or no, that was really you or no, that was really the enemy. While it really was, that's not appropriate to help people heal. So Terry, you're so right. As people do have a history when you start to talk to them of something from the church that maybe hurt them, help them walk that out with, uh, what did you say? Um, Find something in common. Yeah. Common ground. So while we're doing this, sharing our testimony, you see, here's why it's important. It not only gives them permission to have hope, but it also is easy to debate over interpretation of scripture or verses, but it is no dispute about how Jesus has changed a life, especially when it's your own. Amen. The fifth thing, pray with them. This seems to be the scariest part for a lot of people because they're like, I don't know what to say. By this point, you're already going to know what to say. You already know. And it's not about them repeating some magical formula that says, you know, whatever. It's just about them coming to the realization they have a need for a savior and that he is the one who can help them with that. Mm. It's that simple. And if you need help with that, contact us. We'll give you some more tips and pointers. But um, I think these are just some things that are important for us once we've made the decision to actually follow the call of Jesus. You know, one of the things we don't talk about is the specific way that you do lead someone to Christ um, if they're ready to receive. We've been doing sort of the prep work right? Mm -hmm. We've been talking about tips to do the prep work as you approach people. Um, At some point, we really need to talk about sort of the ABCs or the Roman road experience. There's, you can, okay, Janice, this is something you can Google. You guys can Google all those ways to share the gospel with someone. But the truth is um, in Romans, it says, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, and if you believe that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. What does that mean? We talk about um, sharing the gospel and Roger's right with a three listen this should not be a 30 minute conversation you guys we got to condense this down right yeah but just sharing you know that jesus is the son of the living god and how he came to restore that which was lost and that he can be and wants to be the savior of your life and that you need a savior right and uh, that we can pray for the forgiveness of sins by repenting and, and so these are topics, right, that we need to probably keep talking about. Yeah, yeah. I think it'll be a, a, a top five or a, yeah. a, a five tips here in the and near future. And we want to equip you guys to share the gospel because we want to hear testimony of how you've done that and how people have come to the Lord. Yeah, two, we- yeah. two weeks ago um, in our children's church, we had five children receive Christ as their Savior. And so <laughs> that is a big honking deal. Yeah. Last night, we heard of, of kids and adults that had received Jesus. We praise the Lord for yeah. these these kind of, of of testimonies 
all heaven stops and rejoices over. We better do that too. Yeah. yeah so yeah. I can't wait to rejoice over y'all's testimony. That's so it, Becca has it. a prayer request. Uh, look, uh, where did I miss it? Yeah. Oh, up um, top. Pray, I see it. Pray for Green County this morning. Many are without power and power lines obstructing the pathways. We're offered, we offered the church as a safe haven for those in the community. Brandon and Becca Edwards, pastor in Summersville, um, in Green County here in Kentucky. So Lord, I'm praying and lifting to you, Green County, and so many of the areas affected by the storms yesterday. Father, without power, um, the the danger of live power lines obstructing pathways. Father, I'm just praying that you would equip the Edwards to uh, love the community well in this time. Father, thank you for seeing. Thank you for hearing. Thank you for being so present in this time, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Good Judy. morning, Cheryl. Oh, Cheryl, welcome. My old cruising buddy from Scott City. Awesome. Hey, this is episode 84. We're going to be talking about stuff from the year 1984 here in just a little bit. You're going to want to stick around. <laughs> I think you're going to relate to a lot of this, as well, everybody, I'm okay, sure. Okay, so Judy says, be like the woman at the well. Tell what you know of him. That's right. Mm-hmm. She didn't know very much about Jesus, did she? But what mm-hmm. she did tell changed the whole city. That's so right. So that's good advice, Judy. Very good. Roger says, be prepared with a three-minute testimony, one minute of who you were, one minute about your conversion and one minute about what God has done since. That's a great piece of advice, Pastor Roger. Yep. Thank Mm -hmm. you. Okay, I don't want to be church that squelches the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Too many people don't believe that he still allows us all of his gifts. Boy, that's true, Dustin. And you know... If you don't know, we try to live a life like that as well. We believe in the fullness of the gospel, uh, uh, the whole counsel, the whole word of the living God. And uh, that includes the gifts and the fruits of the spirit. Mm -hmm. Lynn says we never realize how great our faith is impacting others. We must be able to hear our Lord's voice to discern when it is time. Very good, you guys. All of you are already experts at this, I feel like. Yeah, yeah. And Janice says at the retreat, she met a girl coming out of the transition starting to see a trend here the lord is redeeming the lord is restoring that which was lost mm-hmm. she said waiting on the spirit is key for sure yeah. amen for sure this is great you guys so yeah. good thank you terry that was really Absolutely. good thanks for letting me interrupt you a couple times <laughs> you're always welcome you're always welcome how about a little word for our day do you I have a, you a little something it. are you sure no mm-hmm. i have a i have a short something when do i not have a short something? a short something when uh, no, no i'm not falling for that that loaded question when when anything leads right roger when anything leads with a win w-h-e-n don't go there i will not use the word win once upon a time just kidding okay so here's how this goes We are really talking about the relevancy of revival right now. I even see, you guys, I know you guys have had to see this. I have seen CNN, and not that I watch CNN, I just had one of my church folks lead me to a a, a CNN broadcast that talked about the revival in Asbury. And so, like, Fox News and all of these, like, public media sources are actually using the word revival when they're talking about what's happened at Asbury. And so revival is a hot topic right now. And I just want to tell you my thoughts so you guys know, if you know me at all, you've heard this before. If you were at last night, you heard this before, but I think it's worth talking about. And this is what I think it says in the word. So I don't think it's just my opinion, okay? I I think that one of the things that we do as a people is we ask for something we've already been given because we don't utilize what we've already been given. And so we ask for more of things when we already have what we asked for. 
And I think revival is one of those things. I am a little bit bothered by those that continually pray out and ask, Lord, send revival, Lord, send revival, Lord, send revival. We're waiting on you. And I think he's like, I've done sent it. Um, It's now your move. The ball's in your court, church. And so I don't think we need to continue being a people that cry out begging for revival. I think we need to be a people that realize it's in our midst and then we acknowledge it and then we release it um, to those around us. And revival comes by his manifest presence that brings transformation. And the word says when his presence comes, the first thing he does is convicts humans of their sin. And so what what happens is in a revival atmosphere, and this is not just a service, this is a lifestyle, the Holy Spirit has to be present. So we can't live our lives in such a way that would send the Spirit away in the manifest form. Now, as a Christian, the Spirit dwells within you, but there's also the Spirit that dwells around you as a manifestation. It's called the manifest Spirit of God. And what happens is that is basically um, an outward move of God in a corporate body of agreement. And so what happens is when we live our lives and we have church services that are not pleasing or gratifying or edifying unto the Lord, he doesn't really hang around in that manifest form. And don't, don't say to me, what? You mean church services could actually occur without the Holy Spirit being present? Yes, yes. And we've been in them. And it's more frequent than you think. And so part of my problem here is that I think revival has come, but we don't recognize it. And we act in such a way that the Lord doesn't move outwardly because we don't believe his word, live his word and proclaim his word with our lives. Okay. So that's the long and short of that. So if you want revival to come to where you are and you want to acknowledge it where you are, so it's happening. I just want you to know, we are hearing testimonies every week, if not every day. We heard them yesterday like crazy of what the Lord is doing in places that he's never done before. And revival is coming and bringing complete transformation. We're seeing salvations. Why do you think five kids at River City Hope received Christ two weeks ago? Because revival's at River City. Because uh, salvation's coming. People are choosing to be a holy, sanctified, set-apart people. The Lord is working in the lives of those that have been in bondage to sin and addiction. And he's bringing freedom where freedom has never existed before. He's bringing physical healing, not just spiritual healing. He's changing bodies and he's bringing physical healing from disease and affliction. Judy Sally's on here as a testimony of what he is doing in the physical bodies as she is being healed of kidney disease that almost has taken her life. God is so good. He is not only setting captives free from the bondage of sin and bringing physical healing, but he's also bringing deliverance by demons being cast out by the body of Christ. And dead things are coming back to life. Resurrected relationships, situations that were dead, gone, and impossible. We are seeing restoration because God is bringing and has brought revival and we acknowledge it and we live into it. But so you tell me right now, if it's happening in all these places, why am I not seeing it? Great question. Why is it not in your home? Why are you not experiencing personal revival? Why, if he is on fire everywhere else and we are seeing all this revival, is it not happening in your church? Here's why. In Acts 3... The word of God says this, Acts 3.19, Terry, Acts 3.19, I'm going to read the word. It says, repent, 
therefore and return that your sins may be wiped away in order that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord. Mm. This is a conditional clause. This is what this means. If you do something, he'll do something. Okay. If you do something, he's going to bring about revival times of refreshing, renewing revival. And I believe, and I, uh, you're going to have a really hard time talking me out of this. I believe that we can live in a state of perpetual revival that comes and never leaves. Okay. And I think not only us personally and in our families, but in our churches and our communities unto transformation of whole cities, God is able. And that's his heart. In the old Testament, he talked about this a lot. He would say, repent. You've done these things wrong. Repent, turn from your wicked ways and I'll bring renewal unto you. This is the God who knows that we need reviving and transformation. And he's giving us the condition by which he will perform this thing. And that is what it says in the verse, repent therefore and return that your sins may be wiped away. We are not going to be a people living in perpetual revival while we're playing with the sin of the world, while we're dancing and dabbling in things we got no business playing in and thinking we're overcomers over those things. So we aren't addicted and we can handle them when we can only use them and do them when we feel like we can handle it. Let me tell you something. That's a lie. You're being deceived. We have to be a people set apart and pure for the works of the kingdom. And when that happens and we say, Lord, forgive us, forgive me for thinking I can handle my unhealthy coping mechanisms, for thinking when I'm down and I'm blue, I can stuff my face with food and that's going to be my satisfaction instead of turning to you in prayer and turning to you in your word or whatever, insert whatever it is. Come on, you guys, we are called to be set apart and pure. And that is the bride he is returning for. And we long for his return. I long to see the face of Jesus. And it's not going to happen until the bride straightens up and be and is a purified bride and we have this this obligation to do our part you guys it's part of the agreement when we choose to to follow jesus okay we don't just follow him and hold on to all the things of the world at some point we got to start letting them go and when we start getting real and letting them go not only do we personally mature but revival comes because if we will do what he has asked us to do he will do what he promises if we will be a repentant people come on and that doesn't mean just asking forgiveness and then living in the sin again it means turning away from it and changing our mind that's the word repent if we will do that he will do what he says he will do and he will bring a time of refreshing and renewal he will bring revival it will transform you it will transform your family it will transform your church it will transform your community and your city if you let it if you acknowledge it so stop asking for him to bring what he's already brought the ball is in your court the ball is in my court he served it up he said here it is if you do this i'll do that if you keep your part i'll keep my part this is a covenant relationship we're in and it's not just a one-time deal we have to die every day right we have to repent every day it's not just i repented once at an altar i'm good to go that's great if you want to live that way you're not going to see a revival and that is a mic drop right there i guess i could be a little more tender as i share this word but it's awful hard to sugarcoat this thing we got to do our part and if we do revival's going to come so if you're not seeing it where you are maybe you could be the catalyst for it can we pray into this Lord Jesus, I thank you so much for this word uh, from your word. 
you've already built in everything we need in this word. And Lord, we know if we do our part, you'll do yours. So Lord, we want to be a repentant, humble, lowly, submitted, yielded people unto you, God. And Lord, when we really put that in our lifestyle, we begin to come into agreement with others. We're going to see a time of refreshing and renewing and revival like we've never seen before. And Lord, we know it's not without a cost. We know there's going to be some attacks along the way. We know the enemy's going to hear and see what's happening and try to stop it. But we just banish him in the name of Jesus and bind up his plans as we move forward in yours. Lord, give us strength and boldness. And Lord, give us a heart, a deep desire to really walk this out. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. I'm sorry I lied. That wasn't short. But that was your word for the day. You didn't lie. (laughs) That was good. That's so good. You know, it's interesting because we don't think often enough about uh, all the things that you talked about in there, uh, about how repentance is necessary, about, I mean, because really all we're really thinking about is, okay, I just need to get through this mess and get on to the next thing but sometimes we get back into that mess again because we didn't really take care of what needed to be taken Mm. care of you know you guys all have some great comments here i'm reading as uh, you have encouraged me to keep on preaching thank you uh but let me just say this um isaiah 57 15 judy sally reminds us of this beautiful verse he who he lives with and revives the spirit of the lowly the humble Come on. He revives the humble spirit, not the pride. He hates pride. So that's so good. And Anne, Anne coming in clutch with a beautiful verse. Whenever anyone turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. Second Corinthians 316. (laughs) That is the veil of deception. And awesome verse. When anyone turns to the Lord, the veil of deception that we've been living under. Let me tell you when somebody does something stupid and you're like, well, they know better. You know, they don't. That's the veil of deception. But boy, when they turn to the Lord to repent and cry out for him, that veil is lifted up and they see and they know and they hear and oh, hallelujah for that verse. That's right. Good word, Anne. Yeah. Every stronghold must come down. Every high thing must come down. Every stronghold shall be broken. That's right. I love that song. You know, that that Victor's Crown is yeah. one of my favorite songs because of that line right yeah. there. Yeah. Thank you, MK. Repentance is a 180 turnaround. That's right, Roger. We got to change. We got to change our mind and our behavior on some of this stuff, don't we? And Judy says we can't sugarcoat anything anymore. And that's the truth. We have to be real. You know, I love you enough to be real. And I don't come at you with the spirit of hate damnation condemnation or shame that's not of the lord i come with you with a passion for the word to be released and i'm excited about it because i know it brings transformation because it changed my life i'm not who i was and some days i think terry wishes i would continue the transformation a little faster but i'm telling you he's changing this old girl and because of what he's done for me i'll never shut up god is god is changing you i'm not no no did i say that no, I oh, just, it was a run-on sentence sorry. i want to make sure yeah i don't pause will sorry grammar is important you know it's them, it's them <laughs> synonym roles just like grammar used to make that's right you guys we're not fighting flesh and blood says dustin and we have not because we ask not and he is the resurrection and the life says pastor rick good and word. you guys are so good I, I just i'm excited about what you guys are 
receiving and sharing and i'm you guys sound like a bunch it. of preachers man you guys do and it's because you are and bless you that's guys. right that's right it's not about a certificate or a license that gives you the uh the the ability or the authority to do this jesus already said i've given you the authority so just uh, speak it out janice says they learned this weekend about getting stuck with strongholds caused by wounds that come from others that's Ooh, so good you that's guys want to talk about man that's a big one that's freedom and deliverance stuff right there and let me tell you something we have seen some really really wounded broken people that for years and years and years some of them literally 60 70 80 years have bled from wounds that have been unhealed since childhood yeah yeah it it uh, is it's interesting because a lot of times we don't think about where does that come from where did i get that where did that thought even come from and you guys know know that that the lord um doesn't intend for those to stay open and gaping and bleeding he wants to heal those deeply completely Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. beautiful this morning you guys judy you're an encouragement to us and we love you thank you thank you i'm so glad you're on this morning the lord (laughs) woke up lynn with cheryl lynn's 78 song got to be real this week do you know hmm. what that means? Got to be real. Oh. That's a good song. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. Um, and she believes this prophetic word for the bride. It's time to be real. Hey, 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 hey. That's good. <laughs> that is good. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, in case you're just tuning in, you've dropped into the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa. Thank We need to deliver here onto the screen. Let me get my um, let me get my uh, my finder open here because you're going to love this. All right. This just came over just a little bit ago while you were preaching and I was just waiting for the opportunity to be able to uh, share this. So here we go. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. You heard it. You saw it here first all right let's make this real big so everybody can see what it is ah come on now there we go all right look at look at that (laughs) is that janice that janice sent us this she said you're seeing history in the making right here janice don't make one pot of coffee make a whole pot i mean don't make a cup make a whole size that's one of your cups right there. man that's great janice i'm so proud of you for growing up we're on in the background there on her growing up to try coffee wow. what a big day that's awesome thanks for sharing that janice and that sad, so news, cool. sad news over here mine's gone oh man and that is the, the first cup i just kind of i should have <sighs> drank it down before we well got you know that's all right yep yep for sure for sure it's all a right. coffee drinking day i think not just a morning <laughs> it's a coffee drinking day well and that's that's good because we've all got to have goals for our day right <laughs> that ain't my goal it's okay it is oh <gasps> Guess what that means? It's time for the Wheel of History. The Wheel of History is where we spin the wheel. It's a hypothetical wheel, but we spin the wheel to pick from topics that um, have some historical significance. And this year that we're talking about is episode 84, the year that was 1984. I guess it still is 1984. Uh, But, um, you know, some big things happened in the year of 1984. One that's not on our list here is is, uh, that I think of, for all of us rockers, 1984 was the name of an album by van halen that had the song jump that everybody in the world knows yeah. right red album cover yeah and so it had uh, the uh, no no that was diver down oh sorry but this one was had the little uh, cherub with the pack of cigarettes you're on right the front you're cover. right you're right yeah. sorry sorry but uh, that was the year 1984 but we're going to talk about some of these things so we've got different categories okay so here's your categories sports technology movies and television what are you going to pick well what's it does it be? matter are you going are they short are you going to get to all of them in a minute yep. i think well we're going to go a little all bit right, over let's time go with sports. this is going to be fun we're going to go a little bit over time i'll already announce that already uh, ahead of time all right in sports category the summer olympics in 1984 
was also called the Games of the 23rd Olympiad. Okay, it was a big deal. It was in Los Angeles. They started in July, and uh, almost 7,000 athletes took place in the events, and um, it meant the participants of 140 countries coming to the U.S. And since the U.S. had boycotted the Moscow Olympics in 1980, the previous Olympics, the Soviet Union and its allies, of course, you know, followed suit. And they also said, well, nanny nanny poo poo, we're not coming to your party either. <laughs> All right. They boycotted the 84 Olympics. But that's OK, because we still had a great Olympics without them. Even with this boycott, participation was high enough to set a record. Wow. And there were also certain events included in the Olympics this year for the very first time, such as windsurfing. Did you know that was an Olympic event? No, I did not. Synchronized swimming became uh, official. Women's cycling and the women's marathon in 1984. How about that? Sorry. Yeah, that's okay. My little boy, my little boy's calling me. All right, so let's spin this wheel again. We've still got some more categories here. This is for the year 1984. We just covered sports. So how about technology, movies, or television? How about movies? Movies. I'm so glad you picked that one. This is a fun one. I'm glad you're glad. Yeah, because because this was one of those years. uh, Look at this. Look at this. The Karate Kid. Purple Rain, 16 Candles, and Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters! All big hits in 1984. I really love Ghostbusters. The Karate Kid was a film, it was the beginning of uh, the franchise. They've had several different uh, follow-ups that have been filmed. It follows the story of a teenager who learns karate to defend himself from the bullies. It jump-started Ralph Macchio's career and also revitalized Pat Morita's. And it also gave a kickstart to karate, no pun intended, in the United States. It really took off after that. Now, Ghostbusters we all remember them going out in, uh, in the in the wagon and, uh, you know, searching out for all the ghosts. There's, I think his name is Slimer or something like yeah, that right yeah, there yeah. In, the, uh, in the picture with them. Sixteen Candles, of course, was a coming of age movie and uh, Molly Ringwald yep. was in a lot of different movies of, that, of the 80s. She was known as, the, you know, one of the 80s queens of high school movies. Yeah. And uh, Purple Rain, right? It was uh, the, the, one of the signature songs okay, by I Prince. Okay, I never saw that movie. Well, the album was also called Purple Rain. It reached number two on the uh, Hot 100 list, remained there for a couple of weeks. and uh, but, but it never got to number one because of the song, Wake Me Up Before You Go-Go. Really? Yeah, wham, it was the number one wham. spot that kept Purple Rain out of the Oops. top spot. Oops. It, but Purple Rain is also on the Rolling Stones list of the 500 greatest songs of all time. Wow. Yeah. Okay, we better get through this. All right, here um, we go. And Spinning the, the wheel. We got technology is? and uh, let's see, uh, television. Let's do technology. Technology. All right, here we go with technology. The first Macintosh was released to the market in January 1984, Mac Computer. And it was the first personal computer that gained commercial success. Um, the, the, uh, they used that advertisement. It's now iconic. You've probably seen it. It features a lot of people marching through a tunnel. And then there's a runner who comes in full color, in contrast to all of them just being, you know, dark colors, wearing a tank top with a picture of the Mac computer on it. She runs up to a screen featuring a Big Brother-like character, smashes it with the hammer, and the message is clear. The real 1984 was not going to be like the one portrayed in George Orwell's novel 1984. Mm. And since then, in 1984, Mac has changed the world, and Apple, uh, as it became has changed the world for so many people man yes we we have all those things in our pocket now computers and walkmans and all those different kinds of things so 
All right, so television is your final category. It's the one that's left. Michael Jackson and Pepsi made big hit in 1984. Um, you know, Pepsi was known for its collaboration with celebrities. You remember Cindy, uh, what's her name? Cindy Crawford. Cindy Crawford was, mm-hmm. yeah, Pepsi. Uh, Michael Jackson, this was his turn. Interestingly enough, his commercial also showed a young, then unknown, Alfonso Ribeiro. I heard that. I remember reading that. Yeah, you know, he's Carlton on the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, yeah. right? Uh, another major incident around this point in time was that Michael Jackson's hair caught on fire you know, while I filming that commercial. We all remember that, and yeah. I don't know that we realized that there was real damage done to him in yeah. that in that fire. Well, and That's they say tragic. that that might have been the, the thing that got him addicted to the painkillers that uh, led to you know oh his final my. Oh. you know those kind of things. It's oh, tragic. That is also the first airing of the MTV Video Music Awards, also known as the VMAs, uh, was the first year in 1984. Big uh, winners that year was Madonna, Cyndi Lauper, David. David Bowie and the Beatles were given awards for pioneering the music video genre. Uh, Here, video of the year, the cars, you might think. That was a fun video. They beat out Michael Jackson's Thriller for the oh, top award. Did they really? Yeah. Okay, it wasn't that How crazy. Video. That? Well, I would have, I would have went with Thriller. Well, it was crazy. Well, we talked about Thriller from 1983 right. and I mean, 84. the cars were great too, though. Yeah, so. I think it was innovative that video. You it know, was. had all the the animated stuff and the it was it was something like we'd not seen before. So that maybe that's fun. that's part of what brought it in there. So. Yeah. Yeah. 1984 was a fun year. There was a lot of stuff going on that day, uh, that year. Uh, Pretty in Pink, Breakfast Club, um, you know, Ann's talking about with Molly Ringwald. That's right. Uh, Janice said, wax on, That's right. wax off. That yep. was from Karate yep, Kid, Yeah, she right? liked the original one. Yeah. I liked it too. Yeah. Well, yeah. you guys, I feel like this has been the fastest hour in television. <laughs> the fastest hour on Saturday. As it often is. It is. And you know why? Because you guys are so fun. You guys make it so interactive and you guys just contribute well. And so I want you to know something. We truly appreciate you and we love you and we do not take you for granted. So thanks so much for spending an hour with us this morning. We know your time is valuable and we're encouraged that you chose it to spend it with us. So thank you. That's right. And while you're at your week here it was we're on saturday remember those five tips for evangelism just pray say god who do you want to lead me to today take me to to this the people that you want me to talk to about you and about my life that's been changed remember that's really what it's about giving them permission to have hope we love and, you janice uh, yep love you guys we love all of you we bless you we'll see you monday morning right back here same bat time same bat channel 10 30 a.m eastern 9 30 central and on down the road from there also hey god's uh, DoorDasher probably tuning in today ralph i saw he was on the website so oh, good good morning to you on the uh, on the left coast out there all right we love you guys bless, bless you. you guys we'll talk to you soon bye for now thanks for tuning into the good morning show with terry and melissa you can catch up on previous And drop us a line at our website, thegoodmorningshow.tv. Thanks for listening.